Good afternoon, members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. This is Elmira and you. I'm Pastor Scott. Today is Friday, July 15th, 2022. Welcome to today's program. I want to do three things today. I'm going to just tell you what they are up front, then I'll do them. The first thing we're going to do is look at some more imperatives for Christian men. Last week, we talked about how Christian men disciple people. This week, we're going to talk about how Christian men develop people. Second, I want to give you a brief devotional from 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 17. And then third, I want to remind you of Larry Jacob's testimony that he gave a couple of weeks ago. This is an important part of our church's history. Call it church history, Elmira Baptist Church history. And uh, you will be able to hear it again for yourself. Let, let's start with that first thing. And that is Christian men seek to build a leadership base and to develop people. Now, all of us are called to lead at least our families if we are uh, married. And not all of us are called to marriage, but even single men as they grow in Christian maturity ought to be leading others that are younger than themselves. So when I say a leadership base, I don't necessarily mean that you're trying to grow your leadership base to 100 people, but you are trying to build a leadership base and develop people. What a Christian man does as he's developing people is he enables his followers to reach their full potential. Christian men who are building others, who are developing others, they don't seek to make their followers dependent on them, but independent of them. And their followers continue to follow them, not because they're clueless about how to live without the leader, but rather they follow the leader because they believe in a common vision. And if we're going to develop those habits of righteous, if we're going to develop people, it will involve developing habits of righteousness. We're going to help them learn to read their Bible and to do it effectively and profitably. We're going to, we're going to show them how to pray, how to align their will with God's will so that they can pray according to God's will. We're going to teach them the importance of regular church attendance. We're going to teach them the importance of regular habits of sleep and eating, etc. We're going to develop them so that they can function without us. That's what Christian men do. They develop people. For our devotional today, I'd like you to look with me at 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. 2 Timothy 3.16 says this, that the man of God may be perfect truly furnished unto all good works. Now, let me remind you that this is referring to Scripture. Verse 16, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. God's inspired Bible, that is, God's very words to us, God's inspired Bible is the equipment we need to lead a successful life. Now, I'm not defining success in terms of wealth or fame or happiness. Those are all the world's definition of success. By a successful life, I mean that God will bless you in such a way that one day when you stand before him, he will say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's the successful Christian life. It's a life of daily victory. It's a life of daily walking with God. 
And this is the critical reason we must fill our minds with God's word, because to be perfect, to be truly furnished unto good works, we need God's inspired Bible coursing through our minds. We must saturate our souls with scripture. We must align our desires with his will. This is the essential preparation that matures us and equips us for the good works that God has called us to do. So let me ask you, how much time have you spent in your Bible this past week? What verses have you meditated on for spiritual sustenance? This week, how have you been strengthened by that which is more important than bread? Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So what have you done this week to strengthen yourself with God's word? Make God's word your meditation and get equipped. Finally, I'd like to listen again with you to Larry Jacobs' testimony about the history of Elmira Baptist Church and his part in it. Let's listen together before we close the program. And uh, we, we get new pastors. Um, being with, close to an Air Force base, we, uh, we had numerous, numerous people came here. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people at one time, and then pretty soon they'd have a turnover. Or, um, we'd have squadrons leave and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, and um, then we'd lose those people, but God was always good, and he always replaced the people. Um, we had Minyard, um, uh, Carrie. Um, um, they moved on to uh, other churches, uh, uh, different ones. Um, uh, and um, the thing is, is that sometimes when we get built up real good, we have people come in from other churches and they bring other people mm-hmm. and they want us to conform mm-hmm. to their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And we preach the Bible here. Yes. Amen. And we don't preach Gothards. We don't preach basic youth conflicts. We, we preach Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, then about in the 70s, um, we had a, a, they sent us a, a home mission and we were going to try to, uh, do a home mission thing where they help with the wages and see where we went from there. And he was here two or three years and the home mission board didn't think we were growing fast enough. So they told us that we should sell our church because it was all paid for and everything and sell our church and and go to Orchard and they wanted to build it a church in Stockton. Well, <laughs> we didn't think that that was the best thing to do, you know. Um, why would we sell, have a ministry here? Why would we sell it and build a church in Stockton? So then um, he left. We were looking for a pastor, and um, um, I, I got a hold of a name and somebody in Idaho, <laughs> and uh, uh, got a hold of him and came down, and um, we talked to him, and 
we didn't ask him to candidate at that point. And um, we don't below, believe on waiting to vote for him right. over a popularity contest. Right, right. So um, he came back down and and uh, I met with him in the, his mom and dad's motorhome out there and we talked and trying to figure out how the finances could be worked out where he could be here full time and um, then he accepted to be candidate to candidate and we um, we voted him as our pastor. Um, it always wasn't easy. Um, uh, he, he struggled at times, his family with finances and he worked part time at Kaiser, uh, Clorox. But he went forward and he had a vision. Yes. He had a vision. And um, we, he started out with gravel in the parking lot, more gravel. And, uh, and then, then he called me one day and said, I got these guys out here with extra blacktop. <laughs> so we're going to get some blacktop. So he did that. But anyhow, he always had a vision right. of, of going forward. And his last vision, or for a long time, the same vision, but was building a church. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he went with it. <laughs> and we voted for it. And this is where we're at Amen. right now, right Amen. now. And um, when we lost our pastor, he made arrangements to help us get somebody before he passed away. And uh, God's good, and he brought us Pastor Scott. And Pastor Scott has took over where he left off and great job, thank you. And moving forward, um, just God allowing me to be here for 60 years and be part of this church and the growth and um, wouldn't trade it for anything. Amen. I love the, I love God and the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Let, let me just comment here. I, 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 he, he's given that testimony before. Some of you have heard it a couple of years ago. I saw a videotape of it. And then he and I were talking at his home. Um, so I, I anticipated some of the things he was going to say. And um, the church, Elmira Baptist Church, is basically the same today as when you came 60 years ago. Yeah. And what we want is 60 years from now, the same Bible being preached, Amen. same hymns being sung. I think oftentimes we get this idea that if we change a bunch of things, it'll make the church better. The church has been here for 60 years because it's had men, pastors, but also the men of the church who believed that this was the word of God. You can build your life on it. You can trust it. We don't have to add to it. <laughs> and I just want you to know that's, that's where we want to be in 60 years, brother. I won't be here, but somebody's going to be here in 60 years. And I want that man to be the same preacher. Amen. Yes. Yes. A lot has changed around us. Changed around us. That's right. Amen. So catch a vision. If you're new here, catch a vision. Don't be here for 60 days or 60 months. I mean, the Lord's going to move some of you on. I understand that. But maybe some of you can be here 60 years from now. Reuben? <laughs>
I, I want to share another testimony that uh, uh, I heard. I, I was visiting a church nearby, a fellow named Mike West. You might remember him. He was saved in this church. His brother, Dan, is it Dan? Dave. Dave thank you. Dave West, also saved here. Both of them went on to years of ministry. Dave's still in South America as a missionary. Uh, Mike is now in Arkansas. But God has used this church in remarkable ways over the years. And we don't always see it all because sometimes God does train someone here, move them elsewhere. Um, But that's our vision. Another 60 years. Praise the Lord. That was the testimony that Larry Jacobs gave to us a couple of weeks ago. And uh, my closing remarks about that. Pray with me that God will preserve these precious saints uh, until we get this building finished and they can see God's full blessing uh, through this building project. So many of them have been faithfully praying and working toward the construction of this building for eight, nine years now. And I'd love to see this building finished before the Lord calls them home to glory. So pray with me about that. And I want to say, as Pastor Scott here, I am fully committed to finishing this building. I may not get it done as quickly as I'd like, but by God's grace, it will be finished. Or the Lord will return for all of us and we won't care anymore. So I'm looking forward to um, this building being finished just as quickly as possible. This has been Elmira and You for Friday. July 15th, 2022. I hope that you will join us this Sunday. Don't forget, uh, there's a new Sunday school class starting. Scotty's teaching us on Colossians, 9.45 for Sunday school, 11 o'clock for morning worship, 5 o'clock for evening worship. And again, I'm asking those of you with responsibilities to be 15 minutes early. We meet at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. You can join me next Monday for the next edition of Elmira and You. And don't forget to thank the Lord for what he's provided for us here at Elmira Baptist Church.